Hey, it's George and Jess. Your journey of self-discovery starts here. I read an interesting article on learning to want less. It's a great article. I had the chance to read it too. Full disclosure, (laughs) it's an ARP article. (laughs) Listen, Luke Perry was going to save us all, and then he died. Uh, Yeah. He was the face of ARP for a hot minute. For a hot minute. Oh, I had forgotten about poor Luke Perry, RIP. By the way, ARP aggressively targets people in their mid-40s. ARP should really rebrand. I, I don't know what, yeah, I, they, they need to do something because there's a, there's a stigma attached 100%. to ARP. What is it? What's the acronym? I don't even know. I feel like I should find You should look out. it up. But anyways, uh, Joe Kidna, who's a writer holed up in Pennsylvania right now, uh, learning to be a freelance writer because <laughs> he's, he's pretty accomplished, but this is kind of in, in his twilight but he helps uh, seniors write memoirs as well. And it was interesting to uh, read about the things that they recollect in life that were meaningful to them, mm-hmm. you know? And he said, whenever they come to a crossroads, when they, they feel like they don't know what to write or they're, they're, they hit that block, right? That famous writer's block. He asks them, what makes you happy? You know, of all the, all the things that happened in life, what makes you, what made you the most happy? He said it was never a sports car. It was never a beach house. <laughs> it was never insurmountable, you know, just wealth. Right. It was simple things like seeing their child smile as they run to them or being outside with their dog by their side on a sunny day, hearing the birds sing, all of these things. But you don't realize that until you get a little older. That's why when they say with age comes wisdom, I tell people, you know, within reason, listen to what they're saying, because just life experience, street smarts will bring you a long way. And in this article, he even goes so far as to say that, like, for most people, it's not even their social connections. No, that brought them the most joy. It's like even more simple than that. Not that yeah. that's not important sure. or doesn't add value to your life, but he said um, it's really about getting to know who you are, embracing as an individual, being alone, getting comfortable with being alone with yourself, right. Right. and embracing it, yeah. which I think we so many people have a really hard time being alone and not just being alone, but like being alone and doing nothing. Yeah. Like it's hard for me to be alone and do nothing. Right. Cause I don't do it very often. So it feels unnatural. What what do you call doing nothing? Cause I don't know a lot of people that just sit and stare at the wall. Well, I think maybe something like that's less stimulating than a television or a, or a phone, like going, going for a hike with no headphones. Like I, don't, but being, that, I don't think that's doing nothing. No. And doing nothing is, I guess, maybe not the right term. Yeah. I was like, that's being active, getting sure, out of course, and you're interacting with nature. Right. It's just, I think being alone and not distracting yourself with, TV or a sc- 
I like how he compares it to to non-fat yogurt. It's all right. Yeah, hey, it's not so bad. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. not it's not so bad, right? A lot of us, I think, discovered that through the pandemic. Yes. You know, because we had obviously we were forced to be there. I don't know how I would have handled it if we wouldn't have had each other and our family. Because if you it, were truly alone all that, the time. Can you imagine that? No. And there were people who went through it like that. Oh yeah. And I'm talking in very, in like urban environments where they were in apartments and it was, it was tough. That would be very hard. Yeah. I, 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 no, I, just, I think that would be very hard no matter how much you enjoyed your own company. Like you would eventually get lonely. Right. So listening to the response he would get from elderly people when they began to recall what was some of the, you know, those moments in life that made them the most happy. You approaching 40. I'm really, I'm really hitting this hard, ain't I? You love it. Because <laughs> next month you'll be 39. It'll be your last year in your 30s. Uh-huh. But at, at uh-huh. this point in your life, can you think of some of the things that have made you most happy? Uh, yes. Um, for sure, the kids. Oh, that's, like, I try to tell that to people. And, and until, in, if, if they don't have them, they don't understand. No, and... I mean, it's just like them in general and and watching them grow up sure. is um, bittersweet, but it's also like been my, probably the thing that's brought me the most joy right. is just seeing them go from babies to toddlers to now little people right. with their own personalities. And I mean, that would for sure be the top thing. But when, when he brought up when they're ecstatic to see you and they run to you yeah. and that big smile, that, that simple thing, right? I was like that. I think a lot of parents knew exactly what he was talking about. Yeah. And as they get older, I think one thing that's, that I've really enjoyed is like understanding their senses of humor. Sure. And, and playing with that and like jokes and, and things like that. I, I like, I love a good gag. Right. Like I just do. <laughs> so I just think like, involving them in in things like that has been fun just for me right as like that that's my personality but um you know i'm and i've i keep going back to this more recently like our backyard brings me so much joy and for a long time i took it for granted yeah, we, we've spent more time out there this year yeah. than any other summer that we've been. This is our, I think, our eighth summer this in this house. This is our eighth summer, and we have um, a, a large backyard on a ravine, so we have no backyard neighbors. Our street is incredibly quiet. It's dead, it's dead ends on both ends of it. There's deer, there's bunnies, there's cats, there's squirrels, there's tons of birds. I mean, there's so much wildlife Literally turkey, we, wild turkey. We've had fox and wolves. Yeah. In our backyard. Awesome. <laughs> I mean, literally, like yeah. just all raccoons. Yes. <laughs> There's so much wildlife. And it, it, I I think until probably this summer, I've really taken it for granted yeah. that like it's quiet. It's so safe. Um, it is incredibly quiet. Yeah. And I, so I, I would definitely say like just our backyard and our space that we've created has brought me a lot of joy this i'm not kidding i think every day since it's been warm enough i, I don't care if it rains or not i've spent time out there yeah and it's really it just 
embracing that, just the fresh air and relaxing and listening to the birds and mm -hmm. just watching them come in. Because over the years, I can tell you this on an off note, if you want birds to come to your feeders, you have to be consistent and you have to do it for years. There. I'm just going to leave it like that because people always ask me, Dad's bird tip look at all your birds. I'm like, yeah, that's because I feed them all year long, every year. And I've Even been doing in the it. Winter. I've been doing it for eight years. Mm -hmm. So they know. But so they just come in and they're not. The, my doves, I call them my doves. I have a, a flock of morning doves that lives. They must be nearby because they're around the feeder all day mm -hmm. and they love the bird bath and they're in early in the morning and they're throughout the day I see them so but they've almost become tame they are they get very close it's weird like if you're sitting out on the patio and they're in the bird feeder they're six feet apart and that they, they come very close I do not feed the deer but they come in and hit the bird feeders and it was weird because last winter they would they almost got to the point where they were like they thought they were our pets I would go out there and I would try to chastise them for being in the bird feeders and they would just come closer and closer to me. I'm talking, and I'm not making this up, within like five or six feet. I actually have a video of you. They would follow me around. Yeah. And I'm like, don't, And you you're guys. like, hey, guys, get out of here. Go back to the woods. And they're like looking at you like, yeah. are, you feel, are you feeling the bird feeder? Right, exactly. So it's just, but that's. So, they're it, they're yeah. very simple things. Yeah. So the backyard, the kids, um, books have always brought me joy for my whole life. I love right. books. You love to read. The, li the library is like one of my top five favorite right. places. Like when I die, sprinkle some of my ashes at the library. Yeah. So yeah, no, nothing real fancy for me. What about just, you? Just sit down. I mean, I love uh, like, like wasting time watching a baseball or a football game. He yeah. brought that up and I'm like, that that's, that's so true. Mm -hmm. If you have nothing else going on, I could be out on the patio, sun's out, fresh air. It's a summer early fall afternoon I can be watching a ball game and just that simple pleasure mm -hmm. right so I mean it, but it, it just you know it, it was great to kind of think about that and reflect and realize that you have more than you think yeah and it's and it, and the things that you're going to remember as you age are not things that you can necessarily buy totally that's just the way it goes and it's I think good time this conversation is really good timing with prime day this sure. week and yeah. it's like filling people's time and attention. Like I've seen so much have, about Prime Day. I have, until you mentioned it to me last night, I, I forgot about it. I didn't even know that oh was my happening. God. And I don't, it's probably just the accounts I follow that are, here's my top five must-haves from Prime Day. Did you see this on Prime Day? You must add this to your cart. And I'm like, you don't, <laughs> you don't need any of it. <laughs> well, and the, th the thing is, Best Buy, Target, and all exactly. these, they so, countered them. Yeah, so Prime Day has been happening for years now. And then several years ago, they started, the other retailers started realizing like, oh, if we run big sales too, we could probably capture a little bit of that money. The stuff that's that they are offering at steep discounts often is just junk you don't need anyways. 100%. I saw people that some, a couple of people that got like AirPods. I don't even know if they were actually See, Apple brand. It's weird that they, you bring that up because I, I have AirPods, right? And I like them for the gym and stuff, but I had a good pair of uh, JVC earbuds that I used for in the evening to help me fall asleep. Mm -hmm. 
And they went kaput. I bought them cheap. They're at TJ Maxx. I think I paid like 15 bucks yeah. for them, right? But so I was looking after at, at Target. I've been watching that now that you've mentioned that it's prime days. And I think Target carries that on for a couple of days as well. Yes. I was, I've been, I, yes. I, I'm going to have to start watching because if I can pick up a cheap pair. But you know what? It's never things that you need. And, and, and on something like that, it'll be like a $5 discount. Yeah. And then- there's, you know, you know what this 20 is? more opportunities to save $5 on that thing it's, between now and Christmas. Yeah, it's, it's no coincidence that they do it in the middle of July when nothing else is happening and they have to give you one more reason to buy stuff. Um, it's so true. And once you see it, it's like, oh my gosh, I fell for that for so many years. And I would, I would get on Amazon Prime early when did, and like check all my, all my saved items in my cart. And when did they start this? It's been years, know, right? Ten I, years, maybe. I'm guessing. I remember while we were at work. Yeah. On the air, I mean, people were just crazy about it when yeah, it like, started. Oh, did you see? You can get a blah 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 fleece blanket for six dollars. Yeah. I'm gonna order four of them. Junk. Save them for Christmas gifts. Like nobody wants a six dollar Amazon Prime blanket. For well, Christmas. stop it. In about six weeks, <laughs> I hate to bring this up, but they're gonna be prepping for the holiday push I know. as soon as we get in to september once labor day passes okay so maybe seven weeks once labor day passes it's game on they don't even care nope none again because they need you buying things and it they is they need you to feel like you're not enough with your birds and your library books well, I think that a lot of people get a, and it, this is dangerous, but I think there's a dopamine rush from shopping. A hundred percent. Right? Oh, yeah. So you just got to find another way. And then you get another dopamine rush when the package comes. Yeah. And tracking shipping is a dopamine rush. Oh, man. I mean, all of it. That's It's, it's a whole game. Absolutely like little dopamine hits that you're giving yourself. Right. Well, you know, I'm, I, I, the, I'm, putting things in, you know, not, I was gonna say, but I mean, putting them in order. That sounds like I'm dying. <laughs> I know. I no. was like, where are you going? No, I'm just trying to under, I, I, I like reading articles like that because it really puts things in perspective. Yes. And that, I think more and more people are discovering that. I'm going to link to the article in the show notes because I think it was a really good article. And it was ARP. And it's from ARP, but. It's actually the, 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 the account I follow, I think is the Arrow. And, and they, I think a lot of Gen X men that's cool. They reference Gen X men a lot and throughout a lot of their articles. So I like to read it because it's kind of where I'm at. One st sentence that popped out to me is that um, this is a study from the Boston University School of Public Health. Almost 33% of us are depressed, which is one in three American adults. I've, yeah, and I've even heard higher figures than that. And that but was a 2021 study. So right. I, it, it probably is different, but like. But still one in three. One in three. One in three people are depressed. It's so sad. And, and, I, and I would like to see more people find ways to, to not be depressed. Besides big pharma's hero, yeah. we're going we're gonna to just drug you up. That's why going to the gym, like not, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm serious. It's one of those things that will help you combat depression, just make you feel better about yourself, and it builds for sure. It and builds I, confidence. It builds just a lot of different things. You'll, if, if you can stick with 
a, a fitness routine for one year, most people, I think, start to realize that it's not necessarily about being fit mm-hmm. anymore. It's it's more about the mental fitness. Oh, absolutely. That's what it's about. And that's why guys that have been going to the gym for decades go. They'll tell you the physique that you see is a byproduct of what I do. I love hearing you say that because I remember trying to explain that to you once like 10 years ago. <laughs> And I was like, it's for my mental health. Like, I don't feel good if I'm not actively exercising. Yeah. And you were like, I don't get it. But now you do get yeah, it. Yeah, I do get and it. And it is definitely a thing. And not discounting the need or oftentimes effectiveness of prescription drugs. But it right. just, like, we're doing things in a way where one in three of us are depressed. So, like, it's a bigger problem. I don't think... 100 million Americans need antidepressants. No, I think think they need to get off their ass and find something. It doesn't necessarily have to be the gym, but they need to find something to do. Well, I think, yeah, I I mean, this could be its own episode. Like, just like our systems are broken, our nutrition is broken. Oh, yeah, bad Bad nutrition will absolutely contribute to depression. 100%. So we're overscheduled. We're. I mean, there's so many things that are contributing to it. And so many people have a lot of those factors at play. Yeah. So it's not a one, one size fits all by any means, or like a one stop shop for fixing it. But right. like we're depressed and I'm not, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> I'm either. Like, but I mean, it did, it was shocking when I read that one in three adu- American adults right. battle depression. So add a third adult and that yeah. And I, th- well, I think we all, I think we all can slip into that if we're not careful. Oh, yeah. yeah. If yeah. we're not careful, we can. Oh yeah. I can definitely feel it sometimes. I do. But- I, I do have a bit of a dilemma that I, but this is kind of off topic, okay. but okay. I'll bring it up to you. Bounce it off you. Let's hear it. Uh, I have a friend who, uh, has an entertainment establishment. It's new, relatively new. And, uh, he's bringing in an artist to kick off the venue, mm-hmm. right? one that he's become familiar with and that knows him. And her father is like extremely famous, but she doesn't want any of the marketing mm-hmm. to mention that that's who her father is because mm-hmm. she's hell bent on mm-hmm. doing this alone. Good for her. And I thought to myself, I'm like, oh God. And I said to him, I said, is it, is it really, is it that big of a deal? with her and he goes yes i'm like well the ride to the top could be very quick if she would embrace that yeah because <laughs> that's the way it works but she doesn't want to and she's really talented she's talented. i know what, I, yeah. i've connected the dots and i know what you're talking about and, and she's very talented yeah and i'll probably bring it up at, at some point but you know i i just but wouldn't a, co- a quick google search tell you yeah yes absolutely yeah people will find out she just doesn't want it in any of the ad campaigns i get that yeah i totally get that. she wants to be her own individual obviously she's never going to escape the fame of her parents yeah right yep but she wants to do it on her own and i think that's another example of it of what makes you happy right Mm -hmm. it's sometimes it's the climb Mm -hmm. it's just that struggle right that 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 sounds bizarre to people, but one of the reasons I think that 
I'm like, why do I like to go to the gym and punish my muscles for an hour and a half and then come home and you, you really, I mean, it takes months to see anything, right? Mm -hmm. And, but why do you keep doing that? And you're sore all the time, right? You, and people be like, hey, you look great. And I'm like, man, you're right. I, but you know what I feel like sometimes when I get up in the morning, I'm a hurting unit. Mm -hmm. But then I thought back and I'm like, I also felt the same way and to this day feel the same way about my time in the Marine Corps. It was brutal at points. I mean, just hard. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was the hardest thing for four years that I've done in my life, right? And I think to myself, why do, why do I look back on that so fondly? It's pushing the limits, constantly pushing yourself, yeah. right? It's that constant struggle, throw anything you can at me, I just get better. And that's often in life, you look back at those moments that feel like when they're happening, like they may even be impossible. right? And that's the things that get you to the next level. Right. Because you overcame them, you worked through them, whatever it is. So I could see yeah, this, it's, uh, and this I think, young musical artist thinking like I could easily use the fact that my parents are incredibly famous and skip that part. Right. But what, what does that do? Yeah, I, I think it's the, you know, and, and she's not going to, be able to avoid it. Just, no. she, she just can't because we're talking that famous. Oh yeah. Like I could mention her parents' name to anybody on the street. No and, matter and what kind of music they like. 10 out of 10 people would recognize yes. it right away. It's just that kind of fame. So it, we were thinking that and then just a lot of different things like price point, how many people, yeah. where are we going to find this? Because honestly, I, I, I said this, if I was to play that angle, and I were to put some kind of an ad campaign for you to run, we'd figure it all out so that I could pack the place. Yep. Just out of curiosity alone. Yep. But she doesn't want that. And I don't, and I admire that. I do. So we'll, 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 we'll get more into it. And honestly, it's not, a, I'm not part of the ad campaign. I'm uh, offering some advice because <laughs> sure. I'm 30 years in the business, right? I can tell you. Because of, well, I, last year they ran an event here on a college campus and a lot, and now they're like, I should have, I should have called you and asked you about that. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, because they approached us to be a part of it. Yeah. If you recall. And I was like, no, nah, I think I'm going to, I'm going to pass on that. It's weird how I can see some will, some won't. Right. But it, unless you're in the entertainment industry, it's really, cause you have to know all the, there's so much more that goes on other than just the quality of their music and you know, how famous they are. That sounds strange until you're involved in it, but there's just a lot of different people and a lot of different pieces that have to fit together to make something successful. Yeah. Ask Taylor Swift. She's got it figured out. Yeah. <laughs> right. Can we, can we copy and paste Sarah, that model? That's like insane. No. Right. But I mean, but anyways, we'll, we'll, we'll get it done and we'll, uh, I'll talk more about it. I'll spill the beans on it. Cause I'm not, I'm not part of the package. When She's it, like, please don't. No, no, you, no I don't you, think she, you I, would easily, you could easily connect the dots I don't, yeah. and, you, and you can, and you will be able to, and you there's going to come a point is. when she, when they announce it, that it, everybody's going to know anyways. Yeah. Right. But I understand, I understand where she's at. Right. I mean, it's like, yes. if you've never felt that kind of struggle, because there's something about that. And then there's the, the, the piece I would imagine, like if you 
do use that or it's, you know, part of the marketing and you become super successful, there's part of you that would always wonder, like, is it because I'm super talented or is it because of who my parents are? Well, you know, I, I, I would tell you this. There is a ton of super talented people that never make it. Mm-hmm. because they don't have that simple little boost. And in today's industry, in today's world, right? Generational wealth and help is becoming more and more of a thing as the, the our, our societal and socioeconomic lines just get further and yeah. further apart. Yeah. And that, I, I mean, that's just a natural thing. I mean, if you, if you're an established banker, and you want your child to do well, they're gonna help him out, right? Yeah. And he's not gonna, and that, that individual will not face the hurdles of a kid that's coming from some urban environment out of nowhere and pulled himself up by the bootstraps. Yeah. He won't get that help and he may not make it. That's sad, but that's true. And he, he'd be a better option, yeah. right? That's the world we live in right now. So I, the reason I say that is, She's going to make it regardless. Well, and she obviously <laughs> right? has adv- advantages Huge. that I can't even yeah. wrap my head around. Yeah. But she's going to make it. I get that desire to, sure. to yeah. do it on her terms yeah. and her way. But, you know, and, and that again goes back to what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. So I would say this for a young lady, she's the fact that she's even thinking like, like that tells me that she's pretty intuitive. Yeah, for yeah. sure. She's, she's, she's getting it figured out at a pretty young age, right? Mm-hmm. Wants to do her own thing and she's kind of got her own sound. Yes. Uh, but anyway, we'll get, we'll get into more of that as People we, are like, as we close it. I, killing me. I had a chance to go, I was going to go out because I've been waiting. It's for months. I've been talking about going up there to see the venue <laughs> and he was like, come on up. I said, I got the kids. He was like, bring them with. I'm like, you know what? I appreciate that that you would offer that, but it wouldn't be as good because I would be looking at Clara every five seconds going, don't touch that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> don't don't yeah. jump over there. Don't, you know, those types of things. But anyways, as we get closer, we will certainly uh, let you know. And by the way, I did find this. I'm going to get, I know I don't have a date set yet here quick, but I'm going to have to have Matt from the CBD centers uh, back out because in a couple of weeks here, a little more than that. Uh, obviously, the legalization of recreational use cannabis is going to become a thing August 1st in Minnesota. And it'll take a while before the actual dispensaries are selling marijuana. Mm-hmm. But you will be able to own and grow, own a plant and grow your own. The dilemma they ran into, because <laughs> they screwed this all up, the, the attorney general's office actually admitted it. So I, I props to them. But you cannot take a marijuana plant across state lines due to federal laws. So you can't do that. You couldn't go to a state where it's legal, buy a plant, and drive it back to Minnesota. You can't do that. So they're going to let growers, those who have an ag license, this from what I understand, have an ag license in Minnesota will be able to sell seedling plants. Okay? So you can grow your own. And that will be in effect August first, and they're going to be flying off the shelves. I'm just, I'm just telling you. And then if you're one of the people who does not smoke or do anything with 
there's just that part of society that does. That's their, they choose to do that. And there, that is going to be big business. Big, 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 big business. That's why 23 states are on board. And there's just going to be more and more with every election cycle is they'll leave it up to the people a lot of the times. It'll be interesting to see all the new farmers. Yeah. <laughs> with their little plants. It is going to be. It's going to, well, I, as we progress forward, it's going to be a different world that we live in. And it's going to be interesting to watch it kind of, you know, move forward. Yeah, I know our friends at the CBD centers have, are, are ready to rock and roll. Yeah. I mean, they've been promoting it on their social media channels. And I know that they're working on. It's, it's funny to watch how fast liquor stores and bars got on board with the THC drinks. Yeah. Cause they, I mean, enough people came in and started asking, and again, not everybody wants to get obliterated. They don't need alcohol. And you're not going to get that with the THC stuff. Right? I did so. see that there was some, um, I don't know what the word is, some something with the, the law that could change that too. Change. The ability for liquor stores and bars to sell those seltzers. They already are. I know, but there's something in the law that needs to be worked out or they could have to pull them. Oh, that would be terrible. Yeah. I don't know the Well, you'd still be able to buy them at the CBD centers. Yes. So yeah, right. It is nice to see. It is that it's good to see that. And then you go to a liquor store and a lot of just not necessarily THC, but non-alcohol, non-alcoholic botanicals and stuff. Yep. They're growing more and more. Like you'll go into a a decent liquor store and they'll have a whole section dedicated to it. Yeah. And there's some really cool cool alcohol-free products out there. It is. Yeah. That then that segment is growing really fast. So if you're curious, sober curious, they call it, give it a try sometime. Go to the CBD centers and talk to them. They'll they'll hook you up. Again, we've got a link on our website. If you go to georgeandjess.com. On that note, have yourself a fantastic Wednesday, and we will be back again tomorrow morning.